are now listening to Wisdom from North podcast with me, Jannike Einias. Here I will explore topics such as metaphysics, spirituality, personal growth, and in general, how we can create good lives for ourselves. My intention is to find some answers, but perhaps more importantly, finding new questions to ask, because there is always something new to discover in this wonderful universe that we live in. In Wisdom from North, we're passionate about helping you take your spiritual growth to that next level. That's why we are collaborating with some amazing spiritual teachers and partners who offer free webinars and classes. Go to wisdomfromnorth.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now, please enjoy the episode. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Josie. A warm welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be with you, Yannicky. How are you? I'm super good and I'm really excited to connect with you because like I told you before we came on here, I have been looking for you because I discovered you on YouTube and then I discovered you on Instagram and then I couldn't find you again. And I was like, where is this wonderful woman who speaks about angels with this beautiful angel um, uh, radiance all over her? I need to find her again. And then all of a sudden you just popped up on Instagram and I was like, this is divine timing. And you just said yes right away. And here we are. Awesome. I'm yeah. excited. Well, maybe you can also talk to angels throughout the interview. Just kind of have, what do you think? Yes. Some, a door open and then see what spirit energies just want to come through and talk to us today. I'd love to. <laughs> so I'd love to speak about angels today, archangels, really understand what they are from your perspective, because I know that you have lots of experience with this. You have a huge YouTube channel with over 200,000 uh, subscribers. Uh, you're big on Instagram. This seems like your passion and you're creating so many videos about new topics all the time about, you know, um, yeah, mediumship and also angels. And uh, sometimes angels to me can be a bit it's like hmm, not very tangible like what are they really and I'd love to dive into that but before we do what is your spiritual background like uh, have you always been spiritual what's the story behind what happened before you became this YouTube phenomena oh uh, well you know my story um, was kind of taking turns throughout many different even on my youtube channel if you follow me in the beginning there was a lot of emphasis on mediumship then i kind of shifted into all of the angelic work now i um you know i think i've always had a natural connection with the spirit world 
uh, I came, uh, I evolved into spirituality from being Catholic and then being very committed to all of the Catholic practices in my life. And I honor that. I really deeply honor that. Um, in 2003, uh, my, my family experienced tragedy and that sort of was a turning point. Everything in my life changed. My dad died and he died suddenly. And then it's just, he was hit by a car and he didn't make it. So for about a year, there was a really deep, intense soul searching on my part, just trying to find answers. Why do people die? Why people leave this planet? And when he left, you know, he was the healthiest guy on planet Earth. He, knew, he didn't smoke. He uh, was very healthy, very active, just very good human. And then all of a sudden this, this thing happens. And it was a lot of questions. And I did not find questions in the church. I really, I think for the first time, I started to open up to other dimensions and then asking deeper, deeper questions within myself, trying to, you know, understand these, you know, these nuances of how life really works. And Catholic Church was not giving me the answers. Well, you know, within the religion, there is there are some certain principles as to psychic phenomena and mediumship. And church was always kind of take this as, you know, with precaution, do not go see mediums or psychics. They may be workings of the devil. They're not uh, from, you know, sort of church approved. And I was very kind of conscious of that. But once, you know, when he died, I started to look elsewhere. I started to actually look into psychics and in mediums. My friend who was very deeply into the psychic work, she said, you know, Josie, you have to see a medium because maybe your dad has an answer for you. Maybe your dad has some kind of, you know, a message that helps you to deal with this intense grieving process. And I was like, no, no way. I was not. I wasn't giving it a chance, but eventually, you know, with time, as I was getting more and more open, I came to see this medium in Toronto and it was a beautiful, most extraordinary feeling that I've, you know, that I have experienced when we connected. She said, you know, I feel your dad, your father is here. And she gave me one piece of information that just blew my mind I knew it wasn't, it was not fake. It wasn't something that a person could intentionally make up a story. She was very much on point and really interesting things started to happen. I was letting go, I was healing. So from that point, I can tell you, I still remember the day when it happened. I was leaving her studio and I felt so good. I felt so alive. I was like, I felt like my dad was still with me, even though he did not have a body. He wasn't gone, you know, forever, but I felt his presence for the first time and the feeling was real. Everything was just real. And I felt very connected with him through this invisible link, through just like there is this web of information and energy. And I finally found him in this space. And it started my healing process. It was much easier for me to heal than for my mom or for my brother, and my sister, we were all healing at different rates, but my healing started when I actually connected with a medium. And I, I started to kind of study. I read books on mediumship. I ended up studying with that medium. She, she was teaching classes, like intuition classes, mediumship classes. And I, I took everything. I was like, you know, so hungry for this information. I wanted to connect to my dad I wanted to experience that beautiful feeling over and over and over again. And that's how I got into it. Eventually, I, can, I kind of separated myself from, from the church and I lost quite a bit of friends. And then people who were very close to me, my family members, were still very kind of strong Catholics. But I, 
I, I shifted and the pivot was into spirituality, into some, you know, the dimensions of life that are just beyond our reach. But once we break our own limitations, once we begin to feel and sense and connect and open up to these dimensions, they pour like light, light pours from these beautiful places. And that's the same place you go if you want to connect with angels. It's the same beautiful, you know, realm where our souls go when we are asleep. There are so many things that you begin to understand, but you need to go through your own process of letting go and breaking old systems and beliefs within yourself so you can start seeing things differently. Your perception changes and your intuition begins to now naturally expand and connect with more and more beings with higher and higher dimensions of consciousness. So I was, you know, profession by profession, I was a registered nurse and I was teaching nursing to nurses. I was a graduate student at the time and I was planning my, my entire career to teach nursing. Um, but then with everything changed, once I got into this field and I started to study the psychic phenomenon and connecting with, with angels, I realized that this is my path. So eventually I resigned from nursing. I resigned from, I left everything behind and I was kind of trusting that the next step will unfold and then the next step and then the next step. And then slowly, gradually, as my own awareness expanded, as I was more trusting the, the guidance that was coming through, as I was more connected to my my source of wisdom, uh, angels, beings who have always been supporting me on this path, always. And I am so grateful because now I can also help, not just from a book, right? Not from knowing something, but from actually experiencing, from this, from my own connection with the spiritual guidance. I think this is helping a lot of people also based on my own story and how they can now find their own path, their own way to find that connection to that spiritual essence of who they really are. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing all of that. And what I'm thinking about is that a lot of us come into doing what we're doing today from having pain and difficulties. And for me, that is a sign that, you know, you're the real deal and that you're doing this out of love. And all those teachers I'm interviewing, it's coming from a deep place. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go on YouTube and become popular and make a lot of money. It's coming from actually a deep place, a wound, and then mastering that and then wanting to help other people. So that's why I think it's so touching to hear your story of where you're coming from and how you also healed so much faster than your family with opening up to this wisdom and knowledge. And that's what what I find as well, that when we open up to these thoughts, healing goes faster and we see a deeper meaning with things and things make much more sense. Mm. I want to mention like an interesting thing. It touched me uh, very much when you said that your father was hit by a car mm. because my father was also hit by a car yeah. in South Africa and he was in the ICU and we almost lost him. So my, my heart goes to you because we've experienced the same <laughs> Um, wow. My dad was in ICU and he did not make it. He he came out of coma for literally 15 minutes and he told us where he wants to be buried. And then he wow. just let it go. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it just gives me chills because your dad was just like, I'm not done. I'm not finished. <sighs> I have yeah. So have you always had these abilities that you do have now or do they did you cultivate them or did they sort of burst open when you had this traumatic experience you know i always say that i've learned them i don't remember you know there are some psychics who tell you know who can see spirits very early in life and i was not in any way so i didn't see 
dead people or angels. But I also, you know, looking back, I died. You know, I actually left my body about four times before the age of five. So that was really weird. Now looking back, it was like I was trying to leave this planet. <laughs> and uh, I had, um, before age of two, I have, I had, uh, a condition called febrile fe uh, fever. So every time I would, I would get a, a te high temperature, I would go, like my heart would stop beating and go into seizures and then I would just die. And then I was, my mom was told that if I would uh, grow, you know, this condition, I would be functional. But there is a chance that if I live with this, it would not be a very long life. But that sort of ended happily. So before age of five, things were a little unstable, but then everything just worked fine. Um, and then I think there were some mystical experiences in my life, but I was so, I, I had the pressure of the family also to shut them down for my own survival, for my own good. And then once I started to study, I realized that it's not just, you know, we are all psychics. And I think that's where my own paradigm changed. It wasn't, you're not born um, with super special abilities. We all have, each one of us, without exception, just like we can see, hear, smell, touch, we also have this clear cognizance, which is our psychic ability to know things, to orient ourselves in this web of information and energy that is, that is invisible. So once I accepted that idea, uh, a lot of techniques that I used, you know, for many years for myself, just opening up my chakras, working with chakras, opening with the third eye, opening with, with the intuitive knowing, just becoming more and more sensitive, more and more aware, working with the empathy, working with telepathy. These are all practical things that I found that we can learn. And one of the reasons that I started a YouTube channel, because I've learned so many of these techniques, how to see auras, you know, how to open your third eye. So, and I was, I was sharing was everything just came from my own experience, what I have seen, what I have felt, I shared. And that's when I believe we can, if once we want to expand our intuition, there are so many tools, so many practices that we can tap into and become more sensitive, more psychic. Uh, but it's, with intuition, I found um, you know, there are, where some people are naturally more psychic. That's true. Just like, you know, we all have voice, we all can talk, but there are very talented artists who can sing from stages, right? They can just have this beautiful mesmerizing voice. And that's a talent. That's truly um, the next level ability. So there are people who are born with these next level abilities. But even if you have average voice, so to say, you can still work with a vocal coach, you can study, you can practice, and you can become better at singing, you can become better at, you know, just using your vocals. Um, so in the same way, intuition can open you up to new possibilities, it can expand you. But there are tools and practices if you want to reach that next level, then you can definitely do it. And I think that's where, that's what my path was to study, to practice, to train myself, to discipline myself, to finally get to that next level ability. Yeah, I believe so too, that we all have this ability uh, and still some are a bit more open than others. And uh, clearly you've been a bit more open, maybe from your childhood as well, mm -hmm. like going in and out of your body a bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious uh, about your angel connection, because that seems to be your thing and what you're most passionate about. So did you sort of have a first encounter with an angel? How did sort of you connect with them and create this communication? back and forth with angels you know it's really interesting because i never uh in, i was never planning on being this angel ambassador it was 
for me, more uh, mediumship was my area of interest, how to talk to the departed people. Because for myself, I did not do it for anyone else out there. It was my own connection with my dad. And then in 2016, my sister died at the age of 34. So it was like my... Um, my, it was like the universe. And before that, I have to say that I was an emergency room nurse. So I was an ER nurse seeing a lot of people die. And I felt like the universe just knocked me <laughs> out of my fear of death really early in life. So I felt that my path was always to communicate with the departed people. And the meaning that I've seen, I could see in this work was to help people on this planet to connect with their loved ones, to heal just for the sake of healing. Because I was healing through mediumship. I knew that there was no other way, there was no other way that I knew could help to start the healing process as well as mediumship. Mediumship was truly miraculous. It was just like the moment and the same day when you experience that connection with your departed loved ones, something in you begins to let go. And there is no, there's no attachment or holding on to life in the same way anymore. So that's where I felt I was most useful, you know, to, to this world is to help people connect with the other side. But once you tap into non-physical, you know, dimensions, you cannot help, but you will come across an angel. You will come across certain being entities, um, teachers on the other side. With That's exactly what happened with angels. Being Catholic, so I did pray to angels, but it was always kind of, you know, one of those mechanical prayers. So you, you have like a, a prayer book and you read out you know, angel of God, my guardian, dear, to whom he's love. It was always memorized prayers to Archangel Michael, to angels, archangels, to guardian angels. And that's what I used to say, you know, in my, in my prayer life. But I did not feel connection with angels, angels. Now, in 20, 2013, that's when I, you know, everything about angels, it was like, angelic energy descended and it became so palpable and tangible a lot of people could connect with angels if you can remember it was during virtue with angel cards and so many people just awakened through angels she was the pioneer in this field of bringing angels through oracle cards and her the what was that angel therapy was her website was all about healing and thousands, millions of people around the world kind of connected with angels. At that time I was doing my mediumship work. People were also asking me, do you feel angels? What was there a message for me from angels? And I, I opened up to this idea and then I, I began to feel differently. Every time I would connect with being on the other side a departed person would be say there's a different energy to someone who is departed who still has some emotional connection with this physical world and angels when the angels would show up they would feel differently and i started to ask for signs you know just give me the sign show me help me to understand that we are you know that we are guided show me anything that I can believe more so open me up to believe. So with time, I started to post some messages from angels on Facebook and more and more and more people were connecting with angels through me. So it was one of my, you know, it just interesting sort of turning points again in my career when all of a sudden I, I began to connect with angels and then people come in and will ask, you know, is there anything for me? Do you sense anything from angels specifically? And I die, I was diving more and more deeper into studying angels, who they were, what they want to tell us, why they're helping us. What is, what, what is in, what's in it for them? You know, why are they so selflessly, unconditionally 
just appearing, I want to help you. And then many people would say, would ask, you know, Josie, but why do angels don't help those who are suffering? And that would be another really interesting thing to, to ask angels. So I think naturally through my own journey of evolution and asking them more and more questions, seeing, transferring that information into the world and seeing that feedback from people and how their perception of angels were also changing. So that's what I still, I think at this point in my life, I have a pretty good personal relationship with angels. It's my personal thing that I, I feel them, I talk to them, I ask them. I'm also asking on behalf of the whole lot of people so it has become my way of, of communicating with the other side. So angels are a huge part of what I do. I'm, I'm curious, if I may, uh, how did they first appear? Is it like you just felt this energy, you said, but is it like they're introducing themselves? Uh, were they one? Were there many? Is it like, hey, we are angels, my name is, or did you just, you know, okay, I feel a different energy here, and you start asking them, and they say, yes, I'm an angel. I'm just curious how this That's works. a really good point. You know, quite honestly, I don't even remember. It was kind of, it was, it was very, it wasn't sudden, you know, just like with mediumship. I think they were taking their time with me. I, I would, I had Oracle cards that I would sometimes just ask angels random questions, but I also, I think because I was more and more connecting to that world, I started to sense them in a very different way. So they were, there were images in my head. Now they became sort of the messages that I could speak on their behalf. And then they became, then they descended into my heart. And when they descended into my heart, that's when I felt that we have these beings that are, there aren't somewhere out there. They're actually in us. They're connecting through us. And once you yourself evolve, once you open your heart, the angels become um real and they're real because your perception of the angels in your heart is very expanding you know it's something that you can't just ignore when you feel so loved and so connected and i didn't have an experience where let's say an angels appeared out of nowhere it would be specific thing you know or or entity a cloud of dust appearing out of nowhere i never had any of these experiences i had many miracles happening on behalf when i would ask angels for certain things and they started to happen and they were happening more and more consistently fast and i realized wait a minute there's definitely connection right now and I kind of trusted that. I didn't let go, I was not afraid. And I was not um, giving up on that relationship. I was pursuing it actively. I was just like, well, show me another sign. Just show me a sign that it's in my face, that I could see it, that I could understand this is who you are. And these signs were just consistently showing up. So I would trust them more. I would try to get out of my head and then see them as, you know, these white people with robes and, you know, blonde hair and the white wings. I would see them more as a feeling, as a sensation. For that, you need to get into your heart. You, 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 you again, get the image into a feeling, into a sensation. So when I connect with angels, I go into my heart now and I have already know how they feel. I know what that angelic feeling is and it transforms into just like an open book. So this is really interesting because I haven't heard that many speak of angels being inside of us. Mm. I, I've pictured them as beings, you know, other beings or light beings, higher evolved beings, but yeah. their own sort of, I don't know if entity is the right word, an energy that is you know, its own 
<laughs> he's separate from me. Sure. So this is very interesting. Um, I've also heard some people are uh, talking about angels like they are light beings mm -hmm. or even extraterrestrials from a very high advanced civilization or that they're just in a very high dimension. Um, and also I've heard that they've lived on the planet and have not lived on the planet. And there are many, many uh, perspectives and thoughts about this. So uh, have you asked them about this? Like, who are you really? Have you ever been on earth? I would love to like hear about what you know uh, about what angels really are. So my understanding of angels evolved, believe me, I have, uh, asked a lot of questions and it's a healthy inquiry. It's not, I mean, it's a logical thing to ask. Now, what I do know is that angels, first of all, they exist from what I have experienced in my life, hundred percent that I can tell you with full confidence that angels exist on our planet. Now we don't know any other planet. We only, we're here, we're earth beings. Now, angels somehow are very entangled with the earth. Now, whether they're extraterrestrial, I really don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, ask these questions because for me, they complicate my relationship with angels. What I really want to know is um, if what is their purpose, what what are they gaining? What's the benefit for them to be around us, you know, 24 seven, super like, protecting us for what? Why would they even bother? So what we know the angels are messengers. So in, in essence, the word angel means the messenger. So they're the beings who communicate. They're communicators. They're also the ones that somehow allow this earth to evolve and because we are here on planet earth they are helping us evolve just as well as we are sort of part of that earth we're the energy our energy is completely earth the body is made out of that element so with angels they have uh, somehow a task choose to be here on planet earth to communicate to have this connection they like this invisible web that protects the earth and angels they're not physical so they don't have physicality they don't they don't incarnate into the physical bodies they may create an appearance that is very temporary it's only for a few moments they can take a shape they can take a form but they do not come here with intention to live a life to have a body from birth to death they have their own agenda on most part and their purpose is to help not just us but our consciousness of this planet to grow now i also know that angels we all have individual angels and it's not just humans. Everything has an angel. Even the flower, even the tiniest little bacteria has an angel. So there aren't just human, you know, helpers. They aren't they're just there for us, the human beings. It's actually a lot more complicated with human beings because we tend to do things that can, you know, within duality, we can create a choice. We can go into destructive path or we can go into a creative path. Now, angels, they have a job. By the way, the, the word angels. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the job description. It's not a name, even Michael. It's something that, you know, God does. Such as, for example, Raphael, God heals. It's not the thing or the name, or it's a function. It's the activity. It's something that angels do, which means that they are here. It's their job. It's what they are called to do. And who calls them? I don't know. They are different layers of angels. There's also different authorities amongst angels. But I also know this for a fact that they they, they serve as a group. There's not one angel that is going to re- respond to you. Even if you're calling to, let's say, if you're calling upon Archangel Michael, and it's my, Michael would be considered this powerful protector angel, someone who has this strong presence, but it's not just Michael. You are going to call upon legions of angels. You are going to call upon all of the angelic power that is at your disposal. But again, they don't communicate with you because you have, uh, you are so special or I am so special that we are, that we have these angels running errands for us. We have this creative authority as well on the planet. And when we're calling upon angels, we're also calling upon the higher power. We're calling upon our own power to create and with that you get all of the assistance that you need you get all of that angelic love angelic light you get all of that strength and power that helps you and many many other people many other life forms on this planet to thrive so they're personal but they're also impersonal they don't specifically intervene with things that we demand some of the demands that we think that we urgently need, right? We need the person to love us. So, hey, angels, bend that person's will so they can love us. They won't do it. In the same way, if there is um, weak, it's such a long chunk of conversation to have about why we are here on this planet. Then it helps us to understand what is the function that angels are helping us with. We're here and we have our own path. We have our own karmic destiny in the sense that we're, we're here to learn the lessons we're here to learn. And even when I ask angels to heal a certain person, sometimes I hear no. You can't heal because it's not serving. The healing is not serving the purpose of that soul. So, and that's why, you know, angels don't interfere with a lot of things that we ask because we feel, okay, that's what makes our life better. But then we don't get that feedback. We don't get angels just moving mountains just to make things happen. They won't do it. But if there is certain thing that really comes when you're connected with your heart, you have a relationship with them. And when you have a relationship with them, even though they cannot help you, they will give you an understanding of why this is not going to serve me if they do intervene, if they do help me. So, and that's what I've learned. I also have been working on that relationship. And I think a lot of people... When, when they talk to angels it's, or, you know, any higher power is when something is wrong, okay? They're in trouble, their health is getting worse or, you know, some danger or some, they need protection right now, help me. And then all the other time, they would not just think of angels. They wouldn't talk to them. They wouldn't connect with them. I think because of the nature of what I do, uh, in the psychic work, with the psychic work, I, I just have to have a relationship with angels every single day. 
just every single day talking to angels, listening to angels. And as with any other relationship, you're, if you are com committed, if you have requested that commitment, they will show up and they will guide you and they will show you things that you may have not noticed before. But that's, again, it takes a relationship, a consistency, time, and trust. So, and I think when we are connected with angels, wherever they are, however, whatever their agenda is, we have to trust that we're also here on our own path. We're here on our journey through life. And angels are not here to take away our lessons. They're not here to run errands for us and serve us. They're here because they are just like us. They're co-creators and they're doing their job. They're doing things that they have energetically are designed to do. Now, I do see angels as frequencies in the same thing that I've helped once I understood it, and that's where I see my work with angels helping people, is when we connect to the frequency of each angel. Think of, let's say, Archangel Raphael as a frequency of healing. A frequency of healing. Even if you say the word Raphael, 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 you say it enough times, you're going to connect energetically to that frequency. And if you can stay on that frequency, you can say that angels have healed me. But angels give us the possibilities to tune into a certain frequency, certain angelic energy, you will experience the effect of that healing or of that protection or of that, say, relationship you want to, there is an angelic frequency that if you tap into that frequency allows you to maybe let go of grief with Archangel Azrael. Okay, so my angel is Archangel of Death, <laughs> Archangel Azrael. It's where I feel most connected because of the mediumship work that I do and the work that I'm asking, you know, help people to heal from grief. That's where I would go, where I would ask specifically to heal from grief, from loss, from losing a loved one. This is the frequency where I find the most profound healing happens. That was awesome. You like asked, no, answered all of my questions <laughs> that I had in my book. That was wonderful. Um, we talked about in the beginning mm -hmm that the angels might have a message uh, that uh, could come through. So I'd love for uh, them to come through you, if that's possible. And would they then have a message to the audience? Uh, and who would show up? Is it like some angels? Is it archangels? Well, let's, let's see. Um, everyone has guardian angels. And even if you call upon your guardian angels, I want you... Um, all of you listening to think of, uh, let's say you guardian angels as the closest beings that you can call upon. And guardian angels have known you for as long as your soul have been, you know, in this, on this physical path. Um, so if it, whatever, whatever help you need, even if you don't know, which angel or archangel to call upon. Maybe there's too much choice or there's confusion. Make it super simple for yourself and ask your guardian angel. When you ask your guardian angel, then the chain of events is going to happen. The guardian angels will connect you to whatever you need. Whoever you need, bring some angels will help you through, not through your network, but through the angelic network that angels, the guardian angels have access to. Also, um, being in the vibration of sort of letting go and being peaceful and centered in the present moment really helps to feel angels. So when we are maybe right now in the space where we can just allow whatever 
whatever is coming through, whoever is coming through, maybe it's angel, maybe it's a guardian angel that will come through. Maybe it's a, a departed soul that will also come through and then give a message. Um, I feel like they all work together and it's not like their angels are on the some place in third dimension, right? Or fifth dimension and then departed in the fourth dimension. We're all here now and we can feel them. We can really connect and experience that connection within ourselves. There's no outside thing. It's everything that's happening, you and angels. It's the inner connection. It's always in your heart and it's always in uh, the guidance come through and you receive it in your heart. And we can work with, you know, we can really open up our hearts to feel more and more connection, just natural connection with the angels. So can we do a, a short, I call it invocation of angels. It's just to create a space for angels to help us to open up. Yannicki, do you want to do that? Is it okay? Yes, sure. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Just tell me, I don't know what to do. Just uh, you'll do the instructions. Okay, fantastic. So you can just sit wherever you are. It's fine. Just close your eyes for a moment. Take a breath and center yourself in this moment. Relax your body. Let go of all concerns, worries, expectations. Allow yourself to be in this moment. Now, on the screen of your mind, see yourself in the beautiful place, beautiful, magical place. Places filled with angels and angelic light and everywhere you look, you see angels, beings of light, more and more angels. See the angels to your right, angels to your left, angels in front and angels behind, angels below you and angels above you. And in your heart center, you see the same beautiful healing light opening up, opening up to receive more and more and more light and see that light now covering your entire body, receiving miracles and blessings, receiving guidance with gratitude. Okay, when you're ready, slowly stay in this feeling and open your eyes. Now, do you feel any angels with you? Do you feel connection or at least just a spark, angelic spark? I feel a bit uh, dizzy, to be honest, mm -hmm. and very grounded. And uh, like something is going on on my back. Interesting. So what I would like to do, just simply pay attention to the heart and all of your listeners as well at the moment just become aware what is going on in your heart sometimes it could be a memory a person an event or some thought maybe feeling emotion whatever arises in this moment we're just going to relax into it and not to get attached to any experience and we want to communicate with angels through the heart not to try to analyze with logic. So we're here in the heart center. So absolutely, 
Yannicky, I want to tell you that you do have your own natural connection with the angels. And it has been for you since this year, March, they're giving me specifically March, something happened in March that changed everything around you, that gave you some new perspectives on life and especially new perspective on how to expand your influence. There are, this year is going to be very significant for you. You do have, um, this year, 24 is going to be even more interesting, but what this year will bring you is it, it will bring so many people to you. And I see like this, you have called them, you have called upon them, you have called upon the assistance. And this is the year for you also to finally start to do things. It's a very action-oriented year. So I feel like you have the presence of the archangels, most certainly. The archangel that very closely connected with you is Uriel. Well, Uriel is the angel of wisdom. <laughs> you know, with the wisdom from the north, it's your natural connection with this particular arch archangel. If you, by the way, if you hear guys, dogs barking, my dogs, the spirits use my dogs sometimes to make a point. So they, they just, when energy increases, spirits just rush in, they just become much more aware of them. You have also, uh, June is going to be a significant month for you, especially around, I don't know if you have a birthday or anniversary or some kind of event happening to you in June, around, I would say about 20 something, the number two shows up for you, which is June also can be 11 or in the 20th. Trust the people around you, the beautiful people around you as well. And for those of you listening as well, remember that this is a guidance that comes for you as well. Be more trusting, have more openness. Instead of shrinking and pulling back and giving into fear, also have a possibility that angels can lead you to an amazing, to miracle, or to have that soulmate relationship. You will be guided to get there. If it's a financial connection, you will get there as well. So, but have more trust and trust that people in your life are also sent to you, you know, by divine consciousness, right? So you're not alone. There are so many things that are happening with you, with you, energetically so as you are also evolving so this is going to be interesting transition into the uh, truly really a new life angels don't give you tell you what to do what they're helping you is to see things better is to see possibilities better and that's their job anything you want to ask them we can we can ask well, I'm wondering if they have any messages to everybody watching right now. Uh, I mean, we're in hard times. Uh, uh, the economy uh, is difficult right now. We have the war in Ukraine. There's a lot of fear. Uh, and a lot of people are worried about their finances right now. So how can we, uh, yeah, trust more and uh, move through these, these times more gracefully in trust? Mm-hmm. You know, we've been through a lot worse times, humanity. Through the history, when you look at the whole history of humanity, it's all about famine, war, um, turbulent times, catastrophes. So, and that's partially why we're here. We're not here to experience this perfect world. We're not here to uh, have it all figured out. And I think angels are super clear when it comes to um, challenges, that challenges help us to build us. They help us to use our potential to awaken something within us that we would not otherwise have connected or awakened this time when we are awakening spiritually, which really means we become more and more self-aware. We see ourselves as spirits, spiritual beings having a physical experience on planet Earth. 
We're also here to help one another. If no one needs help, then what is the point? A lot of our destinies is entangled with other people. A lot of our soul mission is related to other people. And challenges awaken these lessons. Um, they help us to become less self-centered and then also see how we can contribute, how we can become creators, how we can bring our best gifts into the world. And angels, very clear on that. No challenge is without opportunity. So we are now at the point where they're, they're very happy. You know, they're happy that it gives us as human beings an enormous possibility for awakening and also helping more people within our possibilities, you know, helping yourself, but also once you, um, once you understand that we're all connected, then you begin to help others because through another, you can also help to heal yourself as well. So we, Things will always happen on earth. Things will always evolve. Things will always change. You can't stop the sun from rising. We can't stop any event that's beyond our control. And we have to be clear, things that we can't control and things that we cannot control. And stop worrying about things that we cannot control and surrender them. Really surrender them. Angels will take care of that. They will work whatever work needs to be done on that planetary level. It will be done with or without us. It, things will be taken care of. In another way that we can um, see that things that we can control, maybe it's our attitude, is cho making choices every day to see beauty in life to see the world through the lens of gratitude and being grateful for things and miracles that happen every single day in front of our eyes. Just moments like these, when we're obsessed about the future or things, uh, when we're missing the essence of life itself that is just in front of our eyes, it's just right here with us, right now with us. And being more connected to your higher purpose in this moment, enjoying it, really enjoy life. If you can't enjoy as much as possible, if you can find, if you allow yourself to really feel life and experience life and feel it and become more present, then the rest of the world is going to take care of itself. I have two more questions that I love to ask. Um, the first one is the climate uh, mm -hmm. crisis that's going on. Is that really a crisis? And is it really serious? Like, can the world go under? Uh, or should we also just trust there? Is this a natural evolution? Uh, or are we in big problems? I have to say, I don't know the answer to this question. And I wish I knew. And I've asked so many times what is really going on. But from what I could understand that we don't really influence. We, we do create a lot of disharmony with, with our overall behavior on planet Earth and how we just mindlessly being unconscious to other forms of life and not considering anything beyond our own you know, self-interest. Um, at the same time, the plan if the planet did not need us, we would have been gone a long time ago. We would have been destroyed, eliminated, you know, for forever and ever. But the fact that we're here, it means that we are needed. In our dysfunction, in our own creative possibility, in our own creativity, we're still of a very good use to planet. And planet will recover itself. Planet always recovers itself. But it, we also moving from being, we're becoming more and more galactic. We're becoming much more than just, you know, this little, things that, that walk in the earth for a short, brief period of time, that we're actually here to contribute something to the greater good. So what I know for sure is that if we're still on this planet, planet needs us. 
-hmm. If we're still here and we are thriving and growing, it means it still has value for, for, for the evolution of, of life on planet Earth. Once that's not appropriate, the, the universe can clean us up. Like we can, the Earth itself can do one little shake and then, damn, like we're out of here. Everything in it will rebuild itself, which has happened many, many times in our history. So um, there, we definitely doing things that are very destructive to our planet, to ourselves. We're just literally poisoning the well from which we're all drinking. Uh, that is right. true. At the same time... It's a question of who we want to be, right? Mm-hmm. More that, uh, uh, yeah, actually asking those deep questions. Do we really want to pollute Mother Earth? It's part mm-hmm. of us. I think the more we're awakening spiritually, we understand what we're doing. I don't think we are strong enough as human humans to really destroy the world because like you're saying i think we would would be kicked off and i think the galactic federation would also uh step in and be like hey guys so i think it's more about like what are we doing like treat mother earth in a loving way like she is really a living being and it's our relationship with ourselves we you know our relationship with earth is our pure it's relationship that we have with ourselves because earth is us we're not something separate we're built out of the earth minerals and everything around us is the animated earth we're 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 the extensions of the earth and the consciousness that evolves through us it's the earth evolving itself so angels are here to assist us in this process. They're not going to be, you know, instrumental of creating chaos or creating peace on earth. It's a natural evolution that is going to take turn and take place. Even if everything just goes tomorrow, all the life forms disappear, it will take earth some time to recover. It can start over and things will just emerge as it as they did many 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 times in history but it's again the earth has to become more and more conscious itself so then the beings are born into the earth they have a lot more a lot more intention with creating a beautiful planet rather than right now being stuck in this loop um of you know corporate interest and trying to just gain, 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 take, 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 take. Um, but it's, it's also not forever. I have a last question uh, for the angels. Uh, are we in a shift of consciousness? Mm-hmm. Very, very much in the shift of consciousness. And the shift is not um, the way we think, the way you're shifting. So when they say it's a shift in consciousness, there's no major event that is going to just happen and we all of a sudden awaken different people. There will be, unfortunately, um, events such as pandemics, such as also crisis and such that will wipe out a certain population. And this is saddens me to, to say that, but for the soul, for, for the spirit, it's actually easier to incarnate into a new body, to create a new physical body, a new, new presence, start over, come back as a child with curious, with curious mind, and then help to build this planet. But evolution of consciousness, that is, uh, that's what's going to happen in terms of the events of the world. When these things, when they happen, they will sort of energetically keep, well, give a chance, I want to say, just give a chance to people with a lot of creative potential than people who have already, um, sort of disconnected themselves from their spirit nature and they're still alive. They have a body, but they don't, they're not alive in spirit that maybe at this point in time, they have lost their purpose and they have no desire of um, 
reconnecting to their own guidance system. So then somehow these events will happen one after another, one after another, until there or there's enough consciousness or not there are enough people on our planet with strong, energetic, um, I want to say soul set, so to help this planet evolve. And that's, that is going to happen when enough people will be on the, our planet with stronger energetic set, soul set, then they become more and more of the body that the earth will take with time. And having this, it's, it's very difficult for me to explain, but this is how they show me. So these pandemics, they're, they're kind of like a clearing process that happens. Um, and that's what the evolution of consciousness is, is to bring more and more energy that is newer. This is a kind of a new energy, fresh energy, creative energy to help this planet evolve in its own natural way. So that's in essence what happens when we go through the evolution of, of consciousness. I don't know if it's making sense. Oh, wow. That was highly interesting. And uh, I think we'll, we would need to do another interview one mm -hmm. day to delve into that one, because that was a big, big topic, uh, but very interesting. And thank you so much for being with us today. And, uh, for sharing your beautiful work about angels. Um, I really did feel a lot of energy, like I got so warm. I can really feel like I'm sweating and uh, that the energy is very high and intense. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so something was going on. So thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for your lovely work. Thank you, Yannick. Always happy to be with you. you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.